Aloha, everybody, and welcome to The Joystick Show, a podcast where three friends from high school in Hawaii get together to chat about the latest things we've watched, read, and played. I'm Thomas, and today I'm joined by two very special and talented guests. They are the writers and the artists for California Inc. We got Art Eubin. Eubin. I've already screwed it up. Dang it. I'm so sorry, Art. And Dave Law. We just trained for this. We just practiced. I already messed it up. Art, please tell me how to pronounce your name again. It's like Edwin, but with a B. Edwin. God dang it. You, I practiced. And here we are. Totally screwed it up. That's all and it's David Lau. David, David Lau. Lau. Oh, yes, David. And, and in the UK, Lara, right? We just went through this whole thing. I'm so bad. I apologize. That's hilarious. Um, I love that. But I did, in preparation for this, I, I was showing my wife. Yeah, I was like, hey, I'm talking to this guy tomorrow. Um, let me see if anything pops out to you. And so she did some heavy Instagram stalking art. And we, f- oh, snap. we found a very epic... Nintendo Switch costume from Halloween. I think it was last year. (laughs) What is on the docket this year? And Dave, is there any Halloween costumes you're particularly proud of? Oh, man. That was... um, I don't know why, but I just had fun and decided to make that sucker last minute for an event. I don't usually dress up, like, at all. I don't, but I got kids, and they dress up. And I think the year before... I made the mistake because uh, uh, Miles Morales is one of my favorite characters before oh, yeah. he was cool. It's kind of like, you know, like a band thing, you know, before he was cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was a big fan of Miles <laughs> Morales. So I dressed up as him last year, but as much as I enjoyed it, it's really hard to see through those eyes at night yeah. and it starts to fog up and, and it's just bumbling around in the streets trying to catch my kids and, you know, <laughs> lifting it up and like, instead of seeing like a young man, there's this old like uncle looking dude <laughs> no. lifting up his chest. I'm like, I'm not doing this again. That's why Tom so, Holland's costume is all CGI, man. Yeah. Right, like, he can't right. look through that thing for 12 hours a day for a month. <laughs> But when he lifts it, he looks like a young man because he is. But to me, it's like who's someone's Uber driver is, you know, <laughs> wearing a mask. <laughs> no so, you know, uh, the Nintendo thing was just last minute. I I saw something one time and just decided to make it out of cardboard and uh, had had some fun with that for sure. This year, I, I might be putting in a Miles outfit again because my youngest one wants to be Gwen. So nice. I might have to suffer through that well we'll see there you go if you put some spikes on it and get a jean jacket you're a hobie so dude that costume yeah. will work forever as long as yeah. we can fit in it i mean and I, hobie's even cooler and way thinner so i can't definitely pull that off <laughs> no. it's all good man there's other spider-man in the spider-verse you're always gonna you're gonna fit somebody out there for sure yeah, I could, that could be uh the one with the, the gut you know just, <laughs> <laughs> hey I'm peter b parker we could always be yeah and i'm putting myself in this category too because dad bots are going on and I don't even have kids. So, uh, Dave, any, any costumes that you were proud of over the years? We were like, that one was epic. No, not, none that could compete with, with that arts, uh, arts costume. That was pretty good. Now I, I am, I'm not a cosplayer. I, I can appreciate it, but it's not. Yeah. There you go. There you go. So, Hopefully some people start cosplaying some California ink characters in the future. That'd be tight. That'd be sweet. Right? That would be, that'd be like awesome. Wild. Wild. Not mean that you need to arrive. And then as far as I'm concerned, that's, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Oh, I, I would be shocked. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it's definitely going to happen. The book's Dude, really good. Can you imagine if someone got 
big sis's tattoo that'd be wild nice hey it could happen man uh so before we jump into some of the personal experiences are you've had you've had some experience uh doing art for the simpsons and futurama um Mm -hmm. for either one of you guys which one of the characters from either one of these universes would you most like to go on an adventure with uh bender right oh I was hoping you'd say that. And that to me is my answer, but I don't know. Maybe Dave has a different answer. Uh, Otto for me, definitely. We go in that school bus. Yeah, we go. Yeah, cosplay. I think you could pull off Otto with the hair. Yeah, right? yeah, you know that's that's true. You know, for a while I used to think it'd be Jimbo, but you know, I'm definitely more of an auto guy. Yeah. Now I think, now I think and I it. think knowing you, you could probably get into character and do the dude thing. You know, just his his <laughs> like his voice. Yeah, I could. I could. Yeah, definitely, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, brother. Solid yeah. impression. Solid. Ah, like, good pulls great. all around. Uh, I mean, Bender is definitely one of my favorites. Like, I, did you have anything to do yeah. with the new? uh futurama art me no i was on first season only just the first season okay right on which is an iconic season so much i mean that set the whole groundwork for the show meeting the characters everything i mean that's awesome that's awesome so actually let's let's talk about that a little bit um well first let's talk about so as a kid were you constantly drawing and and this question i think relates to both of you guys were you constantly drawing? Were you constantly creating stories? How did you end up in this field that you're in? Well, uh, I'm I'm actually more related to Dave in that way, where I'm technically a visual artist by trade first. So writing is um, something that I just started maybe just like Dave about six years ago. But uh, I've always uh, like my son; he's 15. Um, I've always drawn comics and wanted to be an animator my whole life, and so that's what led to getting there. Um, illustration drawing, um, that's been kind of like the bedrock of my artistic background. And then after doing that for a few years, I moved on to, um, graphic design, photography, and now I'm actually working in the world of video production. So like you, I do interviews, um, and I I do a lot of photography as well for clients. So a lot of that interweaves with each other, kind of like, my my composition and understanding for photography and drawing helps out with setting up panels for Dave's and we both kind of could just say stuff and we know what angle we're talking about that kind of thing so they all kind of combine and work together but um I consider myself more of a visual artist but I'm really wondering if I should have pursued writing earlier because I'm finding a much more um artistic satisfaction with it that I never knew I would have ever gotten with drawing. Uh, I still love drawing, obviously, uh, but but uh, I would say I'm a visual artist first that happens to write, and I'm thinking I'm actually... It's been weird putting myself down as a writer, and then, like, it, even at, at work now, I write for clients, too, so it's just very weird now, but in, in a good way. Like, I'm excited about it. It's, it's you know, finding, finding out something new about myself as, a, as an artist. That's incredible, man. I mean, uh, one, you complimented me way too much saying it's something like you do. I, I, I'm not a professional at any means. This is like <laughs> just, you know, an office uh, or I guess a back room that got turned into a streaming zone for podcasting. So what you do is very nice, very professional and like incredible. But dude, yeah, I, I can imagine probably the visual experience 
probably translates in a very, it may be almost easy way to writing because you see it in your mind and then you're able to put it in words. And I, I feel like I get that from California Ink. So that's really, really badass. Um, yeah. So they kind of, I think can talk to this after I bring it up, but so it's this weird thing where as a writer and as a new writer, I, I wrote, uh, California Inc. as what's considered full script, which means I describe all the panels and it actually takes longer. And in the end, I think it, it takes away, um, the chance for my illustrative partner, like Dave from, from being more creative and kind of solving the problem for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. But at the time I didn't know Dave when I wrote it, you know, <laughs> I just right. wanted to make sure it was like, it could happen. I didn't want to write a bunch of stuff and not know. And, you know, the, the storyboarder in me wanted to plot out each thing to make sure this can happen. And then when I finally met Dave a few years after writing all the issues, I said to him, I was like, Hey, you know, this is full scripts, but have fun. Um, and he's found that balance of like honoring a lot of stuff that I've come up with, but also tweaking some stuff. And some of these panels are just like, why would you, Oh, that's really cool. You know, like uh, uh, without uh, spoiling too much, but there's a, there's a certain part of issue two where something's falling and uh, the way it's kind of happening, it looks way better than what I would imagine because Dave's putting himself into it. So yeah, I'll I'll let Dave talk about that a little bit too. Yeah. So Dave, to start (laughs) at uh, childhood and then catch me up to issue two. No, No, but, but seriously, like, yeah. Did you, were you always drawing? Were you always creating stories? I know we kind of talked about it a little bit offline, but yeah, take it away. Oh yeah, definitely. Comic books were, most definitely my my gateway into visual arts uh and it's it's obviously left an impression on me i got some comics from some co- uh, cousins of mine uh on a trip to visit them and i just poured over them and it uh, believe it or not it was x-men yeah uh, so uh, yeah it was it was some old issues of x-men jim lee like drawing uncanny x-men and uh you know those the, the art in those books back then was just so awesome it's amazing that it, it just drew me in and um I, I i just was i remember copying the art from it over and over again and just trying to be just like him uh but uh you know i kind of veered away from that got into music got into other things bikes stuff like that and um i always was drawing but um and and i even did some graphics for the, the bike companies i worked for uh yeah um but it was it was always kind of on the side and uh but I always wanted to do it. And uh, I got to this point where I think, um, I just realized like I was lacking a lot of creativity in my life and, uh, my wife, I got to credit her for the one to really realizing it and, and just realizing that something was, was that I was, I was going through kind of a depression and, you know, when you're kind of in life, you just kind of roll with it. And uh, sometimes you don't realize that. Absolutely. And, uh, and so she, she kind of was like, Hey, you know, we're financially in this place where maybe you can revisit doing this art thing. Cause I had actually tried it outside out of, right after college and, and, and kind of gave up relatively quickly. And so, uh, decided to give it another go. And, um, and it's been awesome. I mean, I, it's just like art said, I kind of wish I had, I had just really given it my all in the first time around. And, and as opposed to doing all this, uh, other whatever that stuff was i did because <laughs> none of this seems important anymore it's all about drawing comics and right i've just dedicated myself to it for the past six years and um 
and it's great working with someone like art, you know, to kind of get back to, to the, the question of, of the visuals storytelling. I, I think I definitely am a visual uh, a storyteller. And um, a lot of my gripes with comics is when, you know, you can tell that the writer doesn't trust the artist and is doing all this description of what you're seeing, right. you know, like the old, uh, old Stanley I mean, method where somebody, somebody would draw something and then he would just fill in the text and you're like, I don't yeah. know if that necessarily matches, but this is the issue. So here you go. Yeah. 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 It's such a weird kind of separation. And even those comics that, that really kind of pulled me in. So I don't remember really a lot of the stories, no discredit to the writers at that time, but it just was, um, it just didn't like match up. There was all this text. Sometimes it was just describing what I was seeing and, and um, art being someone I think that comes from already this visual storytelling um, place. He never does that. Like none of the panels tell you, I mean, he even barely tells you where, where the area you're looking at, right. but you know, he wants, it's, it's in the descriptions. It's in the, we're in, you know, an area close to the border, close to Arizona or right here on this, this edge of Tahoe and, and, and California. And it's, he's specific in that. So it comes through in the story and in the visuals, but he doesn't spell it out. And I love, I love that. That's what I think is the perfect blend when that people can find in a comic, when the, the words and the visuals just kind of, weave together to create a, a unique experience rather than someone's telling you the story as a narrator and here's some pictures to go along with it. You, right. you, you know? Yeah. Perfect synergy. It feels like there's kind of these boundaries, but in those boundaries, you can be as creative as you want. And it just, because of that, and there's the trust, it just matches together really well. I felt that from the book too. I mean, really, it, cool. it felt like each scene was, pointing you in a direction, taking you through a story. And there was a point to that panel. It didn't feel like anything was wasted in it. So I, I did really, really appreciate that. Now we're going to go back a little bit art. And, uh, so how, how did you get hired in the first place with the Simpsons and Futurama and Ooh. yeah, we're, we're, we're taking it back. We're like, <laughs> cause, I, cause I, 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 we, you guys brought me up to speed on where you're at now. And I thank you so much. I think that was incredible, but I still want to start back to those shows. I mean, they're super yeah, iconic. Um, how, yeah. How do you get hired? And then once you do, what, what is a typical day like at one of those companies? Ooh. Um, well, so right out of high school, <laughs> no, 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 sorry. So right out of high school, one of the first things you, you know, you want to do as a, as a, as a, you know, perspective animators get into uh, kind of like the mecca of animation schools here in, in Southern California called uh, CalArts. Mm. And um, I was, you know, one of the, you know, better artists. I'm not saying the best, but one of the better artists the in best. high school. Let's just say you were the no, best No, no definitely not. I was the <laughs> best guy <laughs> ever come out. No, I'm no. just kidding. <laughs> but, um, it, and I didn't realize that I was a small fish in a smaller pond at my high school because I applied to CalArts thinking I was going to get in, did not come close, oh. totally rejected. And it killed me. So I was like, fine, I'm going to move to LA and spend the next few years just building my book. And I spent um, three years in LA going to a bunch of unaccredited art schools, uh, all by artists who work in the industry to help me build my book and understanding of animation, figure drawing, uh, you know, composition, character design, all that stuff. Um, but I didn't realize I was kind of building my own curriculum as though I was in CalArts. And I would, uh, so after a couple of years of that, I was actually applying to animation uh, animation jobs at the same time. And I actually got accepted into CalArts and got the job at Futurama at the exact same time. That's crazy. So school or Futurama, 
what do you do? And, and I, and I found out that a lot of graduates from CalArts were getting the jobs at, at, um, at Futurama. So I was like, well, I kind of already did it. Yeah. Let me right? skip the school part and then just go right, right. to where I'm going right. to be anyway, or want to be. And, and I'm not going to say that that was the best option. I kind of going back, I really probably should have gone to school because as much as I enjoyed Futurama, um, I didn't do that well in the first season. And then I moved on to the Simpsons. I did pretty well for the first two seasons, but I just wasn't as prepared as I wish I could have been. And I actually fell out of love with it. Um, and realized that I pigeonholed myself as just a character animator. Mm. So, um, people who aren't happy after some time, if they got the full education, have a broader range of, um, experiences to then change into like a background designer, character designer, storyboard. I didn't have any of that. So I was like, let me just go back to school and go study something else. And, uh, in the process of kind of researching where I wanted to go back to school for, uh, for what to go to back to school for, I decided I want to study graphic design and photography and advertising fell in love with that. Right on. And I've been doing that for so many years, but going back to animation, um, there is at, at the Simpsons, at least I could, that's one I remember the most. There's at least, I want to say five or six, t- uh, directors. And then each director is, there's a certain amount of teams. And so they overlap. And so usually it's, the stages are from script. It comes to storyboard artists, which is what the director is working on. Okay. And they hash out the storyboard. So they roughly lay it out. And then that happens. And while that, after that happens, and then it comes to us as a character layout person and we're assigned, depending on how long each scene will take, you're taking these two scenes for the next two weeks. So in that time, I'm then building the background, the camera move and locking in kind of blocking in where the animation's happening within screen based off of the storyboards plus listening to the track and watch and looking at the script. And so you're, you're kind of combining in feature film, like five different positions into one um, in TV. And then it's just kind of over and over again and revisions. And, but at the same time, just kind of in the trenches with a bunch of other animators just laughing all day. So, I mean, yeah, it was fun. All of that sounded fun, really also, stressful. And then you said the laughing all day part. I was like, okay, well, that doesn't sound well, it's, so bad. It's kind of bonding through trauma. You know what I mean? Right. Kind of like, <laughs> right, I, right. I've, I've learned that somewhere online. And, and, you know, Dave, I know you can relate to this because you go visit, go out with your buddies to go drawing. And what's fun about that is you might not be talking to each other, but when you're out drawing with your buds, you just, it, there is some kind of, bonding knowing that we're in the same space doing the same thing and it's just that comfort of like being with your 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 com- your, yeah, your, your fellow your comrades com- you know yeah and, yeah exactly yeah in the trenches again the trauma bonding <laughs> <laughs> right right <laughs> definitely but i mean it seems like a lot of that stuff you were talking about it seems like it translates a lot to california inc as well when you were talking about the storyboarding and visualizing it and then passing over to over to Dave. Like, it seems like all of that experience has now kind of brought you to where you are with your own comic book. And I'm sure with probably some of the other work you do on the side. So yeah, you know, I'm sure it was tough and yeah, everybody can look back in retrospect and be like, I should have done this. I should have done that. But when you're in the oh, moment, yeah. man, that's, that experience sounds incredible. It, it definitely helps. I'm uh, like I mentioned earlier, I'm a producer and a writer for a production company. So 90% of my job is preparing for a shoot. Right. So knowing all that, it's like, well, seeing the scripts, we need to know how many shots we have, you know, what gear we need. I, I could prepare for that mentally. And then, so when we're on set, we're not trying to figure it out. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of prep. 
a lot of prep, but it comes with a lot of experience for sure. For sure. That's awesome. Yeah, Dave, uh, that was really cool. I didn't know about your artist group. I mean, do you feel that same way that he was talking about? Like where you guys are all kind of, again, maybe you're not talking, but you're in the trenches. You guys are working on these things and just that camaraderie. What's your experience with it? Oh yeah, definitely. It's, I mean, it's probably why we, we came together in the first place is it's like, you know, drawing comic books is definitely a solitary, uh, kind of life. Uh, you, you're spending a lot of time alone in here, just, you know, just drawing. Right. Uh, so it, it like, I noticed like we get, we meet each other at these conventions, you know, you go to a lot of these comic conventions and you hang out with these people and you're like, wow, you know, we can talk for a while. We have a lot of the same thoughts and about what's going on in the world and art and culture and stuff. So it's like it, uh, and we all are also sitting around drawing by ourselves during the week when most people are at work. So yeah, that's good it, uh, time though. Right. So uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I think we, we found some like-minded individuals in the area. And so we just, yeah, we get, we probably don't get together as much as we'd like, but, um, you know, when, when we, we can, someone kind of feels up for it, we usually give a shout out in a group and, and then we try to get together. I like to say it's like a, it's a drawing meetup slash support group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah it's um, something about, you know, that part in art school where you're, you're just in the same room painting, you know, just something about that. And, uh, I started, I, I'm, I don't know, cause I'm older. I just started using Twitch for the first time last week <laughs> only because, uh, an artist, uh, Dave, uh, who did one of our covers, uh, Connor Hughes invited me. He's like, Hey, I'm on Twitch now. Want to give it a whirl? And I was like, yeah. So I just, I, you know, I'm on my computer doing stuff and he's on there drawing. We're not, nobody's talking. They're asking questions randomly. And then I'll kind of chime in, but I was then messaging him later. I was like, that felt like I was in like, you know, like a studio with another artist. I was working on a, a logo for actually, I was doing the, the CA, uh, PS logo for you. Okay. Yeah. Dave. I was watching his Twitch and it felt like I was in the studio with him hanging out. I felt like I had what you have with, with uh-huh. Don and Phil hanging out at the mall drawing. I was like, oh, this is, it's, it, you're right. It's very solitary. And it's hard kind of just not having that kind of bonding with other people. Yeah. Amazing. What, technology can do though i mean yeah you don't need to be physically near that person but the fact that you could kind of feel that camaraderie and like we're working together even though nobody's talking and you could be hundreds of miles away maybe thousands of miles away it's incredible that you can still get that feeling man that's that's awesome that's really really cool so let's see so you take all that experience and now we're on California Inc., an awesome comic book. I read issue number one. We have issue number two coming out on Kickstarter. Um, how long were you thinking about this idea and, and where did the idea come from? Because it's really unique. Um, just, you know, California kind of succeeding away from the U.S. And what does that look like as its own country? And also just purely, I feel like monetized. Like, where did this idea yeah. come from? <laughs> it's actually, it's funny because when, when, when we pitch it, you know, we're sitting at a, at a table and someone asks us about it and we pitch it, it's usually, oh, we succeeded, huh? You know, it's usually we, cause it's Californians. I'm here in right. California. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's funny because as much as there's pride, it was actually written out of satire because, um, I'm, again, I'm from California when I moved to Boston and, uh, you know, for, for, for college, it was a lot of like, oh, do you guys all surf? Are you all vegan? <laughs> right, you all right. Avocado with oh. every meal. 
Uh, well, first of all, pure, I mean, yeah. we all, all three of us sure do all of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In fact, every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just surfed I mean, and had an avocado <laughs> sandwich and had a smoothie and a green juice. So, yeah. yeah. I, I did have a vegan burger last night and it was delicious. Whoa, but... whoa, whoa. Super <laughs> Californian. Easy art. Right, right. <laughs> but also at the same time, I was working at. Um, Later on, I was working at corporate. I don't want to say which co- which company, Jack in the Box. Um, but you know, just <laughs> just kind of the corporate jargon always made me laugh. And so, just the idea of like, you know, we're kind of pompous. You know, we are. Uh, but also, the joke was, well, what if we're right? Ooh. And then, so the idea was, you know, what would happen if we separated? So, kind of went from there. It's kind of like a joke in my head, but then also kind of like um, AI. You know it's it's we don't know where it's going but what if it goes the wrong way so same with california like we think we're doing the right thing california you, you think you're going the right way and what happens if we do separate and it gets out of hand so here's what it's looking like you know all right on okay so this idea kind of came to you in adult age when you're doing your professional work and all that and just kind of seeing corporate life that's crazy okay right on. yeah yeah it was probably i think i started writing it back in 2016. I mean, it was in my head since 2014. And uh, Justin, um, our editor, he's he's a comic book buddy of mine. We met at a comic book shop here in San Diego. Um, Kamikaze Comics? Too. Shout out to Kamikaze yeah, no, Comics. No, actually, we met at yesteryear. We oh, met at yesteryear. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he and I, uh, we hung out a lot. And he's a writer. And he's like, hey, why don't you put something to paper? And I was like, yeah, I got a couple ideas. And so I pitched him a couple and he's like, that's a good one. You should probably push that one through. And he, he guided me through a lot of the writing. You know, he, he doesn't want to take too much credit, but he, you know, he, he really helped me through my first, uh, you know, writing venture in terms of long form. So that, that was, that was nice to have somebody that, like Dave, it's just hard, nice to have like somebody next to you drawing. It's just good to have somebody bounce things off of, you know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. As much as it's your idea, for sure, that collaborative process, I'm sure, is a super helpful and it's really supportive. And yeah, I mean, it, would you say this is your first foyer into writing anything long form? Yes, it is. Um, uh, for So I'm in, I was in advertising before video production for about 16, 15 years. And so I was always kind of wowed by the amount of research that we would do to prepare for a campaign and because you know you have to be an expert for your client Absolutely. to speak for on their behalf. And every single thing you put out there is maximum 30 seconds long, you know? And so, but there's all this knowledge about something. So I thought, what if I took that, that understanding and learning how to learn and put it towards long form and, you know, make a longer version of, you know, just kind of the concept. And yeah. so, the, yeah, this is my kind of, taking that learning and putting it towards long form for sure. Right on. First time. Yeah. Oh man. Incredible. What was the thought process for the locations? Because I, you start off issue number one, we're in Tahoe and I love Tahoe. I've uh, been a big snowboarder for a long time uh, for, for a buddy's bachelor party. We got to hang out on the lake and it's just this yeah. interesting setting, right? It's beautiful. But when you think about corporatized, California. I don't always think about Tahoe. Um, I also see we get we get a shout out at San Diego. But what's what was the thought process for the locations? Is not just saying San Francisco or L.A. Well, S- San Diego was an easy headquarters because that's where I'm at, and that's where that's where Comic Con's at. Like, yeah, this yeah. Is a huge and, shout and out and for where us. I'm at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but for the Tahoe thing, was it's specifically because the reason uh, one of the reasons why we aren't 
uh, able to be our own thing is because we don't have a lot of our own fresh water source. And so as much as we split Tahoe, the idea is like, you know, for us to, to have our own fresh water, what if we move that, um, borderline around and we ended up owning Tahoe. So that's why it's a battleground. You know, that's why there is the conflict that happens in issue one there is because it's now, uh, a, a point of, of tension between the old union and California Inc. So that's why that's kind of important. And, it, uh, how serendipitous for me, because Dave grew up going to Tahoe, as he mentioned. So I didn't, in, I didn't imagine this, but Dave, can you tell him about your thought with the whole, like, just get, you tell, I don't want to start, but you can tell him about that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I thought it was an interesting location too, because I, I just like you, I, I grew up going to Tahoe all the time, also. But like you, I always always went during the winter time, and, and I think Art had originally thought of this during the summertime or, or or not. And so I'm, I was like, well, visualizing all this snow and 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 flurries and everything, and and I, I brought that up, and he's like, oh yeah, you know, I, I didn't think about that, and so it was really cool. I loved to be able to inject that part uh, because that. I did really have uh, you know, a lot of memories of Tahoe and, and, um, and to be able to kind of pull that into to the background, especially some of the, the times, you know, like you are a snowboarder too, you know, it's not always blue skies and pure white snow. Like you right. go up there and there'd be like a, this there'd be like a, a storm going yeah, on. You can't see yeah. five feet in front of you. And did all that, but you paid a, a lot of money to get there, so you're gonna, <laughs> yes. you're still gonna go snowboard, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, I actually really loved the, that kind of, feeling of being there and being here in San Jose, California, you, you like get, you don't ever get that, like never get snowy like that here. And so right. uh, it was fun to illustrate. And I had, I had some ideas of how I would do that too. And uh, I think the scenes came out looking really cool. Oh, they Can do. you imagine if, if you didn't bring that up and you kind of kept it warm, that iconic cover they have for issue one with her, with the goggles because of the snow and in the jacket, we wouldn't have that. And that was all because we <laughs> thought of that whole like, winter's yep. theme. I mean, I was like, that's awesome. Dang, super. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> Thank you. Thank I get that all the day. That was all him. That's, for sure. that's <laughs> sweet. Uh, there you go. Another part of the collaborative process, but like the idea totally. of that, I mean, that totally makes sense. But again, I think of Tahoe as snowy squaw mountain heavenly. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's sick. Really freaking cool. Um, so next, what, what is next? I mean, we got issue number two, uh, again, with the Kickstarter available, can you give us a little bit of a hint, um, without spoiling anything of what we can expect in issue number two, because uh, there, there's almost a little bit of a cliffhanger in, in issue <laughs> one. Yeah. yeah I'm, I don't want to, spo- I'm trying so hard. Not to spoil. I want to believe this, right? Like, um, but yeah, tell me what you can about issue number two. Uh, I guess quick version is, um, you're meeting the rest of the ensemble cast, you know, they're, they're going to form the rest of the story for you and why, you know, you know, it's no one's bigger than it, than what's around them. So it's more than one story happening and you'll meet, um, my favorite, uh, two characters, which are the, the sibling duo. Uh, and you know, I, I know that Justin had fun editing their voices because he changed up some of that dialogue and I was just on the floor laughing or just like in awe because he understood where I was trying to go with those characters. Wow. And then Dave then translating it visually, it was like, well, and then of course, you know, just, um, because I'm Filipino, uh, and also, uh, for me, um, 
uh, representation does does matter. You know, uh, I have a strong Filipina character in there who's introduced, and uh, we get to meet them. All three of those folks is what you'll what you'll get a. It'll set up a lot more of uh, other story uh, storylines that are kind of interweaving yes. later on. Asian sure. pride, yeah. let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Right, right on. All right, sweet. And I think they're on the cover of issue two, right? Correct. correct. Did Dave? Did you draw that? It did. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of one of them. I think I do the main cover and an, and a variant, and and Art's having a couple of really talented artists do, do some other variant covers too. So, right and I think there's they're all floating out there right now. We've been showing yeah. off um, all of them, so they all look really amazing. Um, but yeah, the main one with, uh, with the, the two, the two siblings on there, I did do. I, I love that. that um, sick. Dave's, um, I like to call them anchor covers rather than kind of the standard. Cause it sounds like plain. Right. But like, right, right. There's nothing <laughs> yeah, standard yeah, about these covers. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. If you put, if you put the two main covers that, that Dave did, you could feel like a theme. Like I could feel all four connected and like being like, you know, the statements for each, each, each issue. And I love that kind of stoic, like I'm on the cover. <laughs> like they know they're on the cover. It's so, <laughs> so dang cool. I just, and when he sent that to me, I was like, I have no edits. Yeah. <laughs> no critiques. This is perfect. I, I was like, I, I think I said, can I make that my, my pop-up background for when I, when I, when I table, you know, cause it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, yeah. and I love those two, those two characters. So yeah, love that one a lot. Oh my God. Yeah. No, art, art writes some great characters. I think that that's something that is oftentimes, um, not really expressed when you pitch the story. You know, I've noticed that like that you, when you, you're talking about a oh, geopolitical sci-fi story about California city, you, you, you completely gloss over the, the really great array of characters that, uh, that arts put into the, into the story. And I, I like trying to have that come out on the covers in particular, um, uh, because it's such an important image. I really try to pack as, as much of that, of their personality and character in there. And, and I've had some people that I've been showing the cover to have, have noted they're like, I like the way that, you know, these covers, they, they make me want to read it because I want to find out what this character is about. And, and, and I can tell that there's, there's something behind them. And, and yeah, it's, uh, that's what I was going for. Yeah, you're, you're, you nailed it. Yeah. Cause yeah, I, I, seen, <laughs> cause sure. I got to see what issue two's cover is. And you're right. Like it feels raw and real and the way they're posing, <clears throat> excuse me. It's it's interesting. Like it almost gives me that feeling of. Have you guys watched Nope? You know where? I haven't seen. Oh man, no, well there's seen it. my wife's seen it. Yeah, yeah it's like that. Daniel Kalula and I'm forgetting what the the lady's name is, but they're this brother and sister, and I kind of. But they have this attitude and they have this swag to them and this confidence. Like I already get that from issue two's cover. So I think you nailed it. If that's what you're going for. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah that's actually it. pretty good. That's I'm, I'm <laughs> glad I'm glad you got that because especially with Big Sis doing her thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's kind of my favorite character. Just gonna put it out there. <laughs> <laughs> no bias uh there. No favorites <laughs> for your characters. Got it. Um <laughs> well, right on, guys. Well, um, you know, before before we go, we're gonna start wrapping things up a little bit, but um, where can people find you guys? Where can they support the book? Uh, yeah, social media, all that. You want to go first, Dave? 
Oh, uh, sure, sure. Uh, yeah, I think we, we're in all, all the platforms, right? But I think the main the main place would be the the, the website, California uh, Inc. Comics. Yeah, yeah. Right? California. What's our website? Sorry, That's but yes, because that's what that, our art maintains that really well. And, and I, I've, I've been, I do. Uh, I'll put stuff on my Instagram uh, that relate to to it. But art's been managing that part. So like the my Instagram is uh, ITS Dave Law. I, it's Dave Law. So right on. That's mainly where I'm posting updates, and I'll post pictures of uh, of my progress on the book. And, and I'm, I'm currently uh, deep in it, so there's lots of images that'll kind of give you an insight on into what the next issue is going to be about. I try not to obviously spoil anything with it, so it's kind of fun, yep. fun place to check. Yeah, out. as I know today, yeah. it's pretty hard not to like talk about the book without spoiling too much. So <laughs> yes. I understand. Thank you. Uh, yeah. All right. What about you? Where can people find you? Where can people support the book um, and, and other projects that you're working on? Let's see. So uh, I'm at Art Ebuin, A-R-T-E-B-U-N, at uh, Instagram uh, and and uh, and is it tw- Twixer? Twitch? You know, Twitter with an X? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. X, formerly Twitter. Kind of like a Prince yeah. reference, I guess, is what they're going for. I don't yeah, I'm know. Gonna go for, I'm going to call it Twix. Um, but on <laughs> Left Twix, or right? I'm, <laughs> I'm both. Yeah. <laughs> um, at, at Art Edwin. But the um, Instagram for the for the book is uh, California Inc. I-N-K comic. California Inc. comic. Um, that's the Instagram handle. But also, if you go to um, CaliforniaIncComic.com, you go straight to the um, Kickstarter and find it there. Um, and anybody who's missed the first issue, you got the uh, catch-up options for both physical and digital. So you should be able to catch up uh, both uh, first and second issue. And so when three comes around, you're ready for that too. Perfect. Oh, and if you happen to be going to Dragon Con, I'll be showing up with uh, issue one there too. Oh, I'm right so on. jealous. I wish I was going. Right. <laughs> Are you going to be signing them as well and like hanging out? Of the book? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. There yeah, you go, so. Dragon Con. You can get a signed issue of California Inc. That's awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. Really appreciate your time coming on. Um, there's one thing I ask everybody to say, uh, our guests. So before we close out, you can say any final words. But the last thing I want you to say, and I don't know if you want to do it in unison, is thanks for sticking it with us. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for sticking it with us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Damn Zoom. Yep, I got you guys. <laughs> yes. All right, law, everybody. Thanks. The Joystick Show. If you've enjoyed what you've been listening to, we'd really appreciate a follow, subscribe, and a review. Just how we like chatting with our friends, please share this with yours. Feel free to join the squad and follow us at J-O-Y-S-C-H-T-I-C-K-S-H-O-W, Joystick Show on Twitter and Instagram, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And if you feel like submitting topics or questions to be discussed on future episodes, you can email us at joystick.show at gmail.com. As always, thank you, peace out, and make it a great rest of your week.